the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Thursday the 22nd. You are tuned in to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsh, how are you doing this morning? It is beautiful. It is out. gorgeous out. It's, it's literally the perfect temperature weather morning you could ask for everything it's the whole package this is a day when we don't complain (laughs) absolutely it's a day that you try to sneak out of work a little early too if you get the opportunity oh you you're gonna be working all day that's true because you're doing sports ball stuff Uh, it's here before it it always gets here before we know it you think man you got enough time for the summer and then Mm -hmm. so a day like today is not the first the the day that the kids would be out in their their uniforms and stuff practicing because that's always got to be the hottest day contractually obligated for it to be like the hottest day oh yeah man i can remember as a kid doing two a days and three a days when you were still i think legally allowed i don't think you're legally allowed to do three days anymore but i remember uh getting to school at like Four o'clock in the morning, doing the first round of practice, having a little break, then doing the hard round during the middle of the day, and then conditioning for the third round. Ugh, the worst. Wow. No wonder that they're legally, I don't think, not allowed to do three (laughs) days anymore. And thankfully, they're not legally allowed to do those uh, anymore. But uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today, especially about the appointment of a new uh, mayor for the city Mm -hmm. of Martinsburg. We'll talk about that a little bit later on this morning. But we have our first guest joining us on the line. It's Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Well, it's good to be here, and I I agree with you. It's a beautiful weather day. And Absolutely. here you are stuck on the phone with us. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this I'm happy to do this. Well, um, you know, talk about this. You know, we've been talking a lot about the CARES Act money, federal dollars that are going to be matriculating down to different municipalities in the Panhandle. And one of the big questions was, how are they going to handle them? How are they going to spend them? And and how can we do it in a way that that money doesn't get you know pulled back at some point? So you guys have some announcements about how the money will be spent, yes? Uh, we do. Um, I mean, we're still, it's still a little bit early as to determine whether or not we actually are going to get the, uh, what you're talking about here are some congressional earmarks mm-hmm. that uh, Senators Manchin and Capito have at least publicly announced that they're prepared to support some projects in the city of Charlestown. So this is in addition to the, uh, to the CARES Act money that we received earlier to deal with the direct uh, effects of the pandemic and then the, the um, American Rescue Plan money, which is uh, generally for infrastructure and other uh, provisional services associated with, uh, with the pandemic. So the congressional earmarks can be a little bit more broadly applied, and uh, both, the, both the senators have... Uh, have responded to requests that the city of Charlestown had placed um, in terms of four high priorities for us. And uh, anyway, so they, they've announced they'll be supportive of them. They uh, they're part of they may be part of the uh, the appropriations process moving forward. We just need to continue to advocate for them uh, to be in the final bill. 
So we're, I'm looking at the read ahead you guys sent. Um, Revive program for downtown and small business improvements. Happy treat restoration. Sidewalks, walking, and biking trails. And green infrastructure to manage stormwater. Can you break some of those down a little bit? Yeah, so uh, so both Senators uh, Capito and Mansion have supported the first two initiatives that you talked about. One is what we call a revive program for downtown Charlestown to help sm- support small business improvement, and the other one's the Happy Retreat Restoration. So the the uh, the revive program is really about helping uh, these older buildings in our downtown area improve the interior of the spaces, so to make them a bit more functional than they've been in the past. Now. A lot of times you'll see public money associated with improving the exterior properties. So that what makes this different, it's an opportunity for maybe, um, you know, somebody who might be interested in, in launching a restaurant, you know, to build out and uh, install the commercial kitchen, you know, something that the building probably hasn't had in the past. Or, or it could be as simple as uh, mechanical upgrades, electrical upgrades, those types of things which are critical to any small business opening. But in, a, in an older building, you know, those get to be pretty expensive, um, uh, pretty expensive improvements. So, so the Revive program would basically provide up to about $10,000 in grant money assistance to any, um, any business owner that's going into one of our downtown businesses' buildings uh, for those types of improvements. So, again, it's, it's, at this point, it's, it's, it's a proposal. It's not mm-hmm. a, a final initiative. Uh, the Happy Retreat Restoration, so for those who don't know, in Charlestown, uh, Charles is named after, or Charlestown is named after Charles Washington, uh, he had a home here in Charlestown, and so uh, we have a, a nonprofit group that the city has been working closely with through the years. They're renovating the mansion. We've actually uh, purchased land around the mansion to create a public park, and collectively uh, the money that uh, the, the senators are talking about here would help to basically restore the mansion um, to basically back to its uh, former self so that it could be used for um, cultural events, arts events, uh, you know, tourism destination, that type of thing. So, so those are those two initiatives. And then Senator Capito has been uh, advocating or supporting two other proposals that we had put in. One has to do with, as you said, sidewalks, walking, and, and biking trails. Um, we just recently had an election here in Charlestown. Uh, basically, the candidates were out uh, knocking on doors and, and repeatedly heard that we just need to do a better job of connecting our community. It's an older community, like many here in the Panhandle. Um, we just have to do better than that. Our sidewalks are in poor condition at the moment, and so this money would help us uh, maybe partner with property owners to help replace those. And then and the bigger part of this is probably the connection of a walking and a biking trail of about two miles that would connect our high school, Washington Senior High School, with the downtown area. We have people using, you know, a state route that basically runs through that area, but there's no way to basically safely walk from that location uh, or bike from that location to our downtown. So the money would be used to support that initiative. And then the final uh, piece that Senator Capito has at least expressed interest in supporting is our um, green, uh, green infrastructure um, improvements in our downtown. We've, like a lot of older communities, our stormwater system is uh, really not equipped for the for the heavy rains that come today. Um, and so we end up with a little bit of flash flooding down in our downtown. We've had some businesses that have been impacted by that because the water will actually creep into the buildings. Um, and so this would essentially redesign the streetscape of East Liberty Street behind the, uh, the, the county courthouse here in Charlestown. Uh, and eliminate that problem. 
Again, we're speaking with Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy. So uh, speaking of the pandemic, how did, you know, Charlestown do during the pandemic? It seems like now that we're kind of on the back end of things, uh, there's some new coffee shops opening up and some different restaurants and different businesses, uh, you know, opening their doors in downtown Charlestown. So uh, how are things looking now that we're, you know, kind of on the back end of things? Yeah, we uh, we were very fortunate, uh, I, I think, in terms of uh, business survival during the pandemic. We ended up, I think, losing two businesses. One of them uh, was uh, gone out of business, left the area. Uh, the other one simply just could not make it uh, while the while the stores were closed and the and the foot traffic was down. But uh, since that time, uh, we we do have a downtown coordinator who helps us. Uh, you know, market and promote our downtown. She actually does a lot in terms of business retention and expansion. I think we ended up with it may be five or seven of our downtown businesses that now that the pandemic is starting to wane a little bit, have all moved to new locations within the downtown, but actually into larger spaces. So yeah, we, we have been very, very fortunate in that respect. We do, as a result of that, have a couple of smaller storefronts that are open, but um, you know, we're pretty optimistic that those will be filled soon. So I wanted to circle back a little bit to the to the funding um, that we were talking about that um, has been encouraged by our uh, two U.S. senators. Have they given you any indication as to whether there might be any pushback? Uh, is this going to be kind of a done deal? I know it's not approved, but uh, is it a part of a larger spending package that might be um, at risk? Yeah, so it, it's part of the annual appropriations process. So, you know, if you follow Congress very closely, you know that they, it's not often that they actually do a, a, a budget. Um, but uh, they do try to do a budget each year. So the, each appropriations committee then puts together a budget. Ultimately, uh, something will get approved. It may not look uh, and feel like what the, the committees had started out doing, but that's really kind of where this process is at the moment. So the senators have, uh, like 64 other senators around the country, They've put in requests for high-priority local projects to be funded as part of the appropriations process. And so there's still going to be some, some weaning out of, uh, of these proposals. So, you know, I, I, I certainly would be uh, hopeful that all four will survive. I'm not necessarily optimistic that all four will survive, but, um, you know, to have four at least initially proposed by our senators, you know, we think that's a pretty positive step. So our guest this morning is Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy. Wanted to ask you about that other uh, funding mechanism. How are you guys handling conversations about the other pandemic-related funding mechanisms? Yeah, so, so um, at this point, the, the CARES Act funding at the local level, um, there, there's not any money left available for, for local communities. I mean, th- I think the state may have some funding that it's still using to deal with the tail end of the pandemic. So most of what's going to happen uh, moving forward is regarding the American Rescue Plan Act monies. And each uh, municipality uh, in the state receives some level of funding, and, and that money is, um, is here. So um, it, it, Charlestown will receive $2.5 million in, uh, in that type of assistance. Um, it'll be split over a two-year period, and it can be spent for, I think, over three or four years, something like that. Um, so as far as our process is concerned, we... Um, I do intend to convene the city council to do a strategic planning session. I think we want to be very strategic about how we invest the money um, because, you know, I, I used to say this as maybe a once-in-a-generational opportunity. It's maybe more like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's not often that you'll get this kind of a, uh, an allocation from the federal government. So, so we want to be strategic about it. Um, I certainly know uh, one thing that will be on their list will be infrastructure and the types of things that we're talking about here 
as part of the um, the appropriations process. But um, you know, like I said, sidewalks, bikes, uh, bike trails, walking trails, what have you, uh, stormwater management. I, I'm sure all of those will be high on their list. I just need to sort through it a little bit more with them in a in a clearer way so that we just know how to push forward then with spending that money. So I guess now it's just kind of a waiting game to see when, you know, that money is officially, you know, able to be used and then kind of how you're going to go about using it. Yeah, some municipalities already have, well, actually the counties have their money at this point. Uh, some municipalities already have it in the bank as well. Um, Charlestown has requested theirs. I think every municipality had to request the funding uh, I think prior to last Friday, and, and the state has indicated that they'll provide the first allocation of money, the first 50% of each award by uh, mid to uh, to late August. So, it, yeah, it won't be long before every municipality, every political subdivision has the funding, and then it can begin to make choices about how it wants to spend that money. Now, there are some guidelines that have been put out by the U.S. Department of Treasury that limit the, uh, the use Infrastructure, again, is one area that they've uh, said it said is an eligible use. Um, but there are, so you can, you can um, um, backfill if there are any lost revenues as a result of the pandemic, uh, which is probably, which is, I'm sure, something that has been in the news quite a bit. So I'm sure municipalities are going to do that. I don't know if Charlestown will need to do that, but I'm sure others will be doing that. Um, and, then, and then, like I said, the other, the other part of that uh, um, American Rescue Act money is, uh, can be used to provide uh, ongoing pandemic-related uh, services, whatever that might mean to a municipality. Yeah, we're speaking with Charlestown City Manager Dale Hennessy. So uh, other than, of course, the big-ticket item, which is, you know, all of this money, anything else big going on down in uh, Charlestown? Oh, we always think things bigger going on down <laughs> here in Charlestown. Um, well, it's a, gor- it's a gorgeous downtown. I've been speaking with Marsha fairly recently. As a, a relative newbie to the area, uh, I ventured down into Char- to downtown Charlestown fairly recently. And goodness, I guess I didn't really know what I was expecting. Again, as a uh, you know newbie, I guess I just kind of always thought of the racetrack uh, as Charlestown itself. But uh, goodness, you have a great little downtown cool, there. Cool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're very fortunate to have a, a fantastic downtown um, you know the the buildings are, are they're, they're old and they certainly need some investment, but uh, we're fortunate to be able to have the kind of streetscape that we do. Um, like I said, we do have some storefronts open at the point at this moment, but our downtown coordinator is working hard to get those open. Uh, we do have a Friday night live event that we've been trying to promote here in Charlestown. So every the final Friday of each uh, month, we're just trying to create a little bit of buzz and activity in the downtown by creating some live music events, some out on the streets, some with our businesses. So, you know, it's just a way to begin to get people back into the downtown and see what we have to offer. Our big upcoming community festival is going to be the car show, which is Labor Day weekend. So that'll actually be the first time uh, we're encouraging, you know, crowds to come out and, and gather in our downtown. Absolutely. Again, Charleston City Manager Daryl Hennessy. Thanks for calling in and uh, chatting with us a little bit this morning. Well, Jordan, thank you. Marcia, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Don't Absolutely. be a stranger. All right. I won't. Take care. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Live and local, it's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marcia Kavalik. 
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it before the break, we had Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy on to talk about where all the federal money is going to be going in terms of uh, you know the town or the city of Charlestown, which, uh, as I was saying, you know, with... Uh, City Manager Dale Hennessy, that, uh, goodness, that's such a nice little downtown they have mm-hmm. uh, in Charlestown. So if you missed any of that, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on uh, this morning. And kind of exciting. They've got some plans that involve um, Happy Retreat. Mm-hmm. And and there are different pots of money that he was talking about. I hope the listener didn't get confused because um, some of them are potential dollars that our two U.S. senators have said, hey, we're putting our you know stamp of approval on this. We're hoping they get passed. Um, passed through the budget process mm. and among them the happy retreat restoration and if if that gets done that could be a lot like Boydville where people right. do it's a destination location for weddings they already do some things on the uh, lawn of happy treat happy mm. retreat uh, this might allow them to do more you know interior restoration and all of that so. absolutely it's always it's nice to see this money kind of going matriculating down to mm-hmm. uh the small towns because a lot of these towns we needed a lot of this stuff done especially the infrastructure uh work which is hard to kind of get that money you know allocated around in a normal year but when you got all this you know extra money coming from the government i mean it makes it a little easier to get those things done they're also thinking about bike paths mm-hmm. and sidewalks and when you think about the health of community community uh, in a state like West Virginia, which has been plagued by uh, large numbers of folks who are obese and have a serious health considerations, um, having great walking paths and great outdoor activities is helpful. Yeah, and then when you look now, uh, people are—I mean—are moving out of the cities at you know big rates, and the reason they're moving out to the areas like this is for the what what they call it, green infrastructure mm-hmm. with the bike paths and the sidewalks and the trails and things like that. So having uh, updated and you know nice versions of those. Uh, uh, it makes it easier for more people to come into the area and then start new businesses. Then, you know, the cycle continues and then mm-hmm. uh, things go up from there. So if you've missed any of that conversation with Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy. You can listen back to it uh, a little bit later on this morning. But coming up after the break, we have Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Rescue Mission on uh, to kind of reflect on uh, the honor guard in the, uh, you know, memorial service for Mayor Johnson last week, which he uh, presided over uh, the funeral uh, itself. And then, of course, all the things that are going on, the multitude of things that are always happening down at the Martinsburg uh, Union Rescue Mission. So stick around for that and more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. Uh, you can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik, if you missed any of the show. At the beginning, we had Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy on to talk about uh, where all the Federal CARES Act money is going to be uh, kind of being distributed through uh, or Charlestown. About. <laughs> or thought about. Yeah, of course. So uh, make sure you're going back and listening to that. Very interesting conversation. But we do have our next guest. Joining us on the line, it is Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Rescue Mission. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh, doing just fine. Perfect doing just morning. fine. Thanks for calling it. Yeah, it is gorgeous out today, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. And didn't 
Didn't your mom have a birthday yesterday or is it today? <laughs> it was yesterday, and we were hoping to get you on yesterday, but uh, of course, you were uh, you're a very busy guy, so uh, we were unable to get in touch with you yesterday. But yeah, she uh, she had her birthday yesterday. We were able to go out to dinner and have a nice time. It was good. It was nice. Well, that's awesome. A shout out to her for her birthday. That's that's always a good day, and it was a beautiful day yesterday too. And oh, it was a little perfect. rain shower there. Boy, it came down in buckets for about fifteen minutes, but then it went away. Well, luckily, well, we were at uh, we were out by the uh, Hagerstown Speedway area at a restaurant that way, and uh, luckily we got missed by all the weather, so it wasn't too bad. That's a good thing. Yeah, because it looked like goodness <laughs> down here, and then up uh, PA way, it looked like it got pretty nasty for a while. Yeah. Well, we've been pretty busy down here, and um, it's uh, never dull moment. Never dull moment here at the mission, and don't want to ever say we get used to some of the things that happen down here, but we have to be flexible because people come in on a regular basis and um, emergencies walk through our door every day, and we have to address them. And um, there was quite a few yesterday, and it was a it was a busy day, but we were blessed. Some of the emergencies happened at the right time because we had the Shenandoah Community Health Center outreach team here, the nurses here. So they were a huge blessing to some of the people emergencies we had yesterday. So that was wonderful. And then also the WVU social workers came a little later in the day because we had a few more uh, people emergencies, and they were a blessing also to help us. So it just seemed to be the right day and the right time and the right people to be here to get everything taken care of. That sounds like a God thing. Oh, boy, was it, because I'll tell you, yep, uh, I, it was beyond my abilities and skills, uh, trust me. <laughs> now, so it, 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 some days it's, it's, it's that way. Now, uh, before we start talking about you know the mission itself and uh, some of the things you guys are looking for and doing uh, down there, we kind of want to talk to you about uh, the passing of the late mayor, Harriet Johnson. I mean, we just had a new mayor appointed last night, uh, yes. but of course, uh, uh, last week, or two weeks ago now, I think. Um, she passed away the 8th. Last yes. week was the, the funeral. Correct. Um, and you presided over the funeral, and we were able to catch a little bit of it uh, towards the end uh, on the Facebook stream, but just want to say that we thought you did an amazing job uh, presiding over that, and uh, I guess just kind of some of your thoughts about, you know, Mayor Johnson and uh, how things went and uh, just your perspective on things. Well, thank you for your kind words. And uh, it was my honor. It, it really, um, it was really my honor to, to, to oversee all that and be blessed. And um, family and friends uh, were there. And it was, um, the family wanted it to be uplifting. And uh, husband Tom wanted it to be uplifting. The neighbors, uh, the Dunn family and, um, the other family slipped my mind here for a minute. Kurt, the Kersey family uh, really wanted the service to be uplifted. Uh, Harriet left instructions. She wanted it uplifting. So we told little stories, had fun, and Harriet was just, I mean, she was just a fun person to be around. She always came in, smiles, lift up the spirits, was positive. She'd come in, you know, she'd come in my office, sit down and say, you know, Pastor Tim, we need to accomplish these things. We need your help to take care of these things. And can you do this and that? And, you know, we always worked hand-in-hand hand with the city. We don't get any government funding, but that's not the point. We, we're partners. We, you know, we're, we're a big part of Martinsburg. The rescue mission is, and we do what we can to help out within our bounds and, and our uh, availability and skill sets. But she, she was just a joy. Uh, every time she'd come in, she'd sit down and talk with folks and walk around the room. Um, she just, you know, nobody was below her or you know what i'm saying she'd mm-hmm. come in and talk to everybody i mean she would walk out of the room and people would say well who was that lady and i'd say well that was the mayor and they'd look at me and go 
really? The mayor? You're lying. I don't know. That was the mayor of the city. She came and sat down and talked with us. I said, yeah, that's the mayor. I mean, she was that kind of person. Everybody in this city meant something to her. I mean, she served everybody. She was the mayor to all people, not just some people. And, you know, she took the time out to do that. And that's, you know, that for a lot of, a lot of things. And, and she was everywhere. You know she promoted this city. She flipped the script. You know, she really promoted everything positive. Everything that was put on her Facebook was uplifting businesses, people. I mean, she took a lot of pictures. I'm not a mm. picture person. She'd come in here all the time. Come on, Pastor Tim, let's get in a picture. And I'd say, no, no, Mayor, let me turn this around. Let me take a picture of you and somebody. Right. <laughs> I'm not a picture person. But she was, you know, just a, a wonderful person and uplift. And, you know, hey, she broke a barrier. First female mayor in 243 years. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and she was a pioneer. There's a lot of other things she did. Um, she was uh, one of the longest real, female real estate agents, and I think she was uh, broke a barrier there. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, she was a pioneer and, and not afraid to get out and do it and get her hands dirty. And um, she was here during the pandemic. She would show up, you know, many a times during the pandemic uh, when everybody else was closed. She'd come in, how you doing, Pastor Tim? Do you need anything? Is everything going all right? Uh, she'd check in with us on a regular basis. She just was an overall wonderful person, loved the city, loved the people, and uh, it was my privilege. And we had a lot of fun. It was uplifting. Um, I hope it was uplifting, and, and it was just a lot of fun. And it, it was an honor to really just uh, be part of that ceremony for her. Again, we're speaking with Pastor Tim Garina from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. And no, we, uh, I think I can say for the, uh, the both of us, uh, Marsha and myself, that uh, it was a very uplifting service. And uh, I think we, uh, we both think that you did a great job um, doing that, 100%. Well, that, that's very kind of you guys. Um, like I said, I had the easy part. I mean, uh, going forward now, um, we pray for Kevin uh, and his family as they go forward, as he is the mayor now. And then we also got to pray. I guess they got to now fill the seat of Kevin now. Yeah, that that position is open. So, you know, our prayers for the city council and uh, and the city uh, lawyer and the city manager. There's a lot to be done, and we need to pray for those guys and lift them up. And hey, you know, we're we're here. Like I said, we're here to partner with them in any way we can do. You know, the new mayor Kevin Knowles is also a good friend of the mission, and. Um, we lift Kevin and his wife up in prayer, and, you know, he also has a full-time job at the Mountaineer Recovery Center, so he's got his plate full. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we want to do what we can to support Kevin and, and, and also the city council going forward. Great folks there. I mean, the city of Martinsburg is a great place. It's a great place to live. It's, great. it's full of great people, but we have our challenges. Right. Um, but, you know, the challenges, you know, just like yesterday, <laughs> a lot of challenges walk through our door, but they were met. And they were met with a community, uh, a team of community uh, individuals, uh, corporations, medical. Um, I mean, it just—it's amazing. It takes a team to, you know, to accomplish stuff and work together. And like I said, it was the right time, right day when these folks came through the door with with the emergencies they had, and some of them were life and death. And the folks were here to meet it, and um, it just was amazing to see what was taking place yesterday, because I'll tell you, it, we get one emergency done and the next one it comes, comes right back door. in the door, huh? <laughs> now, we only got a few minutes here, uh, unfortunately, but uh, what are some right. what are some big things that you're looking for, maybe down at the uh, uh, rescue mission, maybe you got some new sales coming up at the store that uh, seem to be always some pretty good ones? 
hey, I knew you were going to ask me this question, and I'm ready for it today. I'm ready for it. Here's a big one. We're, we're praying that someone would donate us a, a duplex house for, four, for a, fam, a family four units. We are in the process, and I'm hoping, to hope, hoping we have announcements soon. We're to, to open up an emergency family transitional housing, and that's for the whole family, husband, wife, kids, that kind of stuff. Um, we're just we're praying that that happens. We are looking at something right now, but we're, we don't know if it's a possibility yet because we have to meet with the architect and the structural engineer. But, boy, if there's somebody out there who would like to donate us a duplex house, you know, with four family units in it or something like that, please, please consider that, donate it to the rescue mission. You ask for something big, that's big. Because we uh, have some seed money, we have some folks that really want to uh, make this happen, and we'll put on a public campaign to make it happen. This is something that's desperately needed in Berkeley County. Uh, there's nothing in that in that kind of area. Berkeley County, uh, Morgan, Jefferson is something that's needed. It's a it's a gap we want to help fill, and boy, that's the big thing. But of course, we always need uh, uh, we need ketchup. We need uh, Seasonings, all kinds of seasonings. We need pancake syrup, sugar, creamer, coffee, uh, all those kind of wonderful things we need. Seasoned salt, garlic, salad dressing. Ketchup's a big need right now. We're all out of ketchup. But um, you I'm realize we just we morning. just went from a duplex to, to condiments. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. The well, needs are great in range. <laughs> but we cover. It, but I wanted to get that big one out there because I knew you were going to ask me. And every time you ask me, I'm not ready. And I said, I'm going to be ready this morning. I'm going to get them this morning. <laughs> so, but yeah, we we really want to get this uh, family emergency uh, transitional housing uh, up and going here soon, and at least kicking off the campaign by uh, no later than November. But that that's a big thing. And again, we're doing our Veterans Day. Uh, uh, Outreach with the love and action, with the gentleman coming from uh, to speak as uh, Navy SEAL uh, coming to speak as our guest. So that's going to be uh, Veterans Day, November 11th, and we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But that duplex would be great if we could get something like that. Absolutely. Again, we're speaking with Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. And for those that might just be uh, tuning in, can you let them know how to get in touch with the rescue mission? Maybe if they do want to donate, or maybe have a lead on this uh, on the duplex you're looking for. Sure. They can contact me here at the Rescue Mission at uh, area code 304-263-6901, extension 1, or they can email me at my, my daughter did this email now because she thought she was funny, uh, timothy.garino at gmail.com. She wanted to put my full name. She said, Dad, you know, because your mom only calls you by Timothy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> timothy.garino at gmail.com. Or they can come on into the mission anytime and get a hold of me. I'd love to sit down and talk with folks. Well, Pastor Tim uh, Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission, thanks for calling in and chatting with us a little bit this morning. And my phone is already blowing up from uh, the family because my mom is excited that she got a shout-out, birthday shout-out from Pastor Tim. Pretty so, special. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, she deserves it. And, and uh, God bless her, and God bless you guys for all that you do. Absolutely. Well, thanks, thanks for calling in. All right, take care now. Talk to take you again care. soon. And stick around for more on Panhandle Live. We're going to be talking about the uh, newly appointed mayor of Martinsburg here in a few minutes. Again, on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marcia Kavalik. If you missed any of the show, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. At the beginning, we had Charlestown City Manager Daryl Hennessy on to talk about uh, the CARES Act money that's going to be start filtering through the uh, city of Charlestown. And before the last break, we have Pastor Tim Garino from the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission on to uh, give us an update on some of the things that they are looking for donation-wise for the rescue mission. Uh, The one big thing is a duplex uh, for some uh, emergency housing, which I think is a really, really cool idea. And I hope uh, that somebody can help sure. them uh, facilitate a duplex um, house for but the rescue But if you don't mission. have that, you can just bring ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup yeah. is uh, the Pepper, other whatever. big thing. <laughs> big and coffee. Thing they they always need coffee. So. Absolutely. Uh, but we have our next guest joining us on the phone. It is Caleb and Jason from Johnson & Johnson Heating and Air. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing well. Yeah. Hey, I have to ask. So you're giving away the JD's water park passes? Is yeah. that tomorrow? We announced that tomorrow. Yes, we do. Mm. So we, we got quite a few uh, comments there. Uh-huh. So it's kind of fun to everybody's different comments about what they like to do for summertime activities. So if somebody want to get get some more in before we uh, draw tomorrow, be uh, the people can still get in on that. That's a great idea you guys had because in addition to sitting in the air conditioning, JD's is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to read the people's comments. Uh, some of them, you know, a lot of them uh, enjoy taking their grandchildren to out in the out in the wet wildlife and water. It's a lot of water was involved. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. imagine so too with all this heat this summer. Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys have going on down at Johnson & Johnson. It seems like you always have a ton of stuff happening, like the Feel the Love campaign and different things. Feel the Love's going on. We're still still looking for some nominations. Uh, Caleb's running that. Yeah, yeah. No, we we're uh, we're we've got a couple nominations so far. So if you guys have or anybody has a nomination, um, there's a good possibility, you know, that that there will be, you know, one of a few options. So you know, if you have somebody in mind, they could very possibly get nominated uh, for for a, a free installation of a system. And what's um, so. what's the deadline for that? The end of August. We need our nominations in by the end of August. So it's starting to run out of time a little bit. We are. So. <laughs> we know. have a handful, but like Caleb just said, you know, the odds are pretty good. Um, so I know Caleb is. In. Caleb's also very uh, involved in in uh, your partnership uh, to to find homes for pets. And I I told uh, Jordan this morning, you have to go on their Facebook page. You're going to have to look at the puppy at uh, the puppies. And uh, there's a smiling dog named Lola on your page right now. Yes, yep, yep. So Lola uh, is our pet of the week. Um, she's one year old and she's spayed and vaccinated. Um, she, they, they, uh, I was talking to the, to the uh, Humane Society and they were saying that it'd probably be best if she's the only pet, <laughs> uh, but she's really sweet and really, really friendly. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's, she seems like a really sweet dog. Um, and, and she she will be uh, looking for a home sometime. Hopefully we will have her uh, adopted sometime this week. Absolutely. Sam, I'm looking at the picture right now, and goodness looks like a sweet little dog. Well, you already have one, so I guess if she looks wants a little to bit be... like my dog yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, but you said uh, preferably that Lola is the only pet, right? At least that's what the Humane Society is telling you. Oh uh, yes, yep, yep. So this would be kind of a a, a a one one pet situation. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, what else you got going on over at uh, Johnson and yeah, Johnson? Dale's not here with all the the so rebates. You, got, you guys yeah. selling some uh, selling some HVACs this uh, this summer. <laughs> Dale's actually off for a couple of days. We we let him loose, so yeah, he took off for a couple of days. 
But uh, we still have uh, two other salespeople here at the office. Uh, don't hesitate to call us. We do have our uh, rebates going till like mid-end of August yet. So it's about mid-August. Um, so we have up to $1,200 off on qualifying systems. Um, and we definitely offer that 0% financing still. So, you know, we, we're ready to go. Um, so if anybody needs any help service-wise or install, give us a call. Awesome. Again, we're speaking with Caleb and Jason from Johnson Johnson Heating and Air. Uh, can you let everybody know how they can get in touch with you, especially for the Field of Love campaign, if they want to nominate somebody or maybe adopt a pet or, you know, buy an air conditioning unit? So, sure. The best way would probably go to our website for the Field of Love nomination or comments for about anything you need, but that's jandjcomfort.com. J-A-N-D-J comfort.com. Um, you can also call us at 681-COMFORT. If you have any questions. Awesome. Again, Caleb and Jace from Johnson Johnson Heating and Air. Thanks for uh, stopping by and chatting with us a little bit this morning. No problem. Yeah. And I'm put a shout out there. If anybody is looking for, you know, wanting to think about a career change or to talk to us, we're always looking for good help. Absolutely. Uh, again, Caleb and Jason from Johnson Johnson Heating and Air. Thanks for talking with us this morning. Thank you. Have a good day. Absolutely. Now, uh, the next big ticket on uh, the agenda, since we only have a few minutes left, is to talk about uh, the newest appointment for uh, Martinsburg mayor, which was Kevin Knowles. Right. So our Al Gage was there last night and uh, covered that. It not That wasn't the only thing that happened at that meeting. As a matter of fact, uh, six to one vote. Uh, Kevin Knowles, who is who was a sitting council member, uh, got the nod to be the successor to Mayor Harriet Johnson. And uh, he spoke to our Al Gage. Although tonight was a special night to be selected as mayor for the next three years, it's, it's sad in a way that we are doing this because we had to replace a mayor who passed away. Harriet Johnson was a friend of mine, and I collaborated in a lot of different things. It's my mission at this point to carry on her vision for the next couple of years that I'm here fulfilling her term. So that was uh, New Martinsburg Mayor Kevin Knowles talking about uh, pretty uh, immediately after his appointment appointment as new mayor and uh, talking about kind of filling the shoes of uh, Harriet Johnson. But then in terms of the zoning, this is what he had to say to our Al Gage. The zoning was very contentious. Uh, it was something that we had to take a look at. And as a councilman, I voted no against the zoning. And I didn't vote no because I didn't want zoning or the rewrite of the zoning. I just thought at the time that it should have been brought back to the citizens to be able to take another look at and maybe take some changes in the, in the heart. But, but that didn't happen. I didn't have a vote today. Uh, we heard the vote here today, and, and uh, we have to move forward. So it was a big day for the city oh, yeah. of Martinsburg yesterday. Goodness. But uh, I think it's kind of um, funny is not the right word, but I guess interesting that, you know, the tie-breaking vote was Mayor Johnson mm-hmm. for the zoning rewrite. Then, of course, uh, her passing came about and kind of put a hold on things. But then you would have thought that, you know, the new mayor, when they got appointed, also would keep that tie-breaking vote. But it, in fact, came out that he lost that vote, right? Right. He, did, he wasn't able to vote as right. because I get, apparently didn't come up as a tie. Right. Uh, the other order of business that Al uh, brought to us, too, was a, a speech that... Uh, uh, Ca- uh, Captain George Swartwood, pl- uh, Chief Police Chief George Swartwood, gave about a concerted As a police effort. Police department. We would oh. like to keep. Go. Ahead. You can um, build that up again. They, they've <laughs> had a concerted effort to uh, kind of root out some problems at a local hotel. As a police department, we would like to keep them on a good path of doing exactly what we're asking to bring it into compliance, which is good for that hotel, which is good for the city, which is good for my police department, and good for all those involved. 
Yeah, so the uh, the council approved uh, the continuing of uh, uh, monitoring the issue going on there at the Red Roof Inn for another 60 days, which seems like it's a, a very important thing for uh, Martinsburg mm-hmm. police, and, police and, of course, Chief uh, George Swartwood. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just a one-shot deal last night. They they had business to attend to, and they attended to business. That's right. The gears <laughs> of uh, local government continue on, uh, and they never, ever, ever stop, it seems. But, uh, yeah, if you've missed any of our conversations today on Panhandle Live, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. Uh, so what did you get into yesterday, Marsha? Anything? That we kind of hit all the big bullet points for the day. Goodness, it was a jam-packed hour. Well, I, I did hit up a, a, an antique store. So did on the, on my big, I had a, an appointment and then I went to this antique store and I hadn't been there for a few years, so that was really cool. Well, did you find anything? A few things, yeah. What did you find? Well, okay, so you know how we... <laughs> you know. I, I, I don't know if you don't Rona's, have to sound so ashamed. Okay, I don't know if Ron is listening though. <laughs> so we do swag around everyone's doors for their birthdays. Is Ron's birthday coming up in December? But uh, I've been okay. I've been planning, so I found some stuff. <laughs> so I got to ask you: Does that mean that you've already gotten like Christmas shopping done too? Mm-mm, no, no, no. But this is uh, like I feel personally responsible for making sure the swag. Are you the party happen. planner? No, I don't want to be the party planner. The decoration like, planner. I feel like everyone because I'm a mom. I feel like if I did it for one, <laughs> yeah. That's true for everyone. That's true. Well, you've done a great job in uh, the <laughs> birthdays that I've been able to partake in here. Uh, you've done a great job so far. So I'm just decorating the door. Like Charlotte actually feeds people. So she gets more credit <laughs> than me. But yeah. Anyway, I found a couple things that I thought Rona would like. Because she's a vintage girl. She's a she's a nostalgic. Gonna, you, um, no, because she might be listening. But what if she's not? Now I kind of want to know. She collects really cool bags. Oh, uh, like book bags or no like bag purses. bags? Mm, and so you found yes, some cool now purses. we just ruined it. I'm going to have to change the whole theme. Well, unless you're uh, Rona, you can always listen back to this show on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on okay, today. Okay, going to just eliminate that section. from. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell the producer to uh, delete that Thanks. a little bit later on. Thanks. But yeah, so antiquing, man, it sounds like a good time. <laughs> today will be a bad. great day to go outside and do stuff, though, because oh, it's going to be gorgeous. I won't be surprised if tomorrow I ask you what you got into and you uh, say kayaking. Maybe. Possibly. Although, well, it's I think it's still supposed to get up close to ninety today. Yeah, it, on the water, it's different anyway. That's true. Say, so. so I need to. Uh, I need to go get. I need. To, I haven't gone swimming yet this year. There are so many creeks. We got See, rivers. That's we got so you don't I even have, have to pay scouring, an admission. I have been scouring you, you, the, the internet, been looking, looking at the for maps. different spots. I'm trying to find uh, you know little uh, swimming holes. So hey, if anybody listening out there knows of any good swimming holes, either on the Potomac, on the Cacapin, on uh, What's the Shenandoah? Back, oh, Back Shenandoah, Creek Valley. Back Creek, you know, anywhere around there. Feel free to let me know over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page because I am always looking for a nice place uh, to cool off in sure. the summer times. And it seems like this is the perfect area to do that because there's plenty of places to do that at. Free of charge. Absolutely free of charge. But uh, again, you can always listen back to Panhandle Live over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on today. And for Marsha Kavalik, I am Jordan Warner. This has been Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Uh, have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. WCST Berkeley Springs. This is the Panhandle News Network, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station.